You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. So can you believe school started this week? For some people, it started even the week before. If you're a college student, it's probably starting tomorrow or at least the following week. But with school, the start of school, there comes a certain type of anticipation, but also a certain type of anxiety that we don't experience with anything else. Because that first day of school, it's just different. Yes, there's anticipation, but yes, there is anxiety. So that brings us to our scripture reading today from Joshua. Because you see, Joshua was about to start something new himself. After 40 years of wandering in the desert, in the wilderness, it's finally time to cross over into the promised land. The land of Canaan, the land flowing with milk and honey. But there is going to be not only anticipation of finally being able to do this, there's going to be anxiety. And in three days... God is telling Joshua, get ready. We're going to cross the Jordan. So what is God's message then to Joshua in this chapter? He's talking to him. He knows he's anxious. He knows he has anxiety. But he also knows he's anticipating. So what is his advice? Well, let's take a look at Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. There it is. There's the school theme for the year. God is with you wherever you go. But that doesn't have to just be the school's theme. It can be Trinity's theme. Well, it can be your theme. It can be my theme. God is with us wherever we go. After all, the first day of school and being anxious, well, being anxious isn't just reserved for the kids or for the first day of school because adults... We're anxious sometimes, aren't we? I can think of a time not very long ago when I was both anticipating something, but I was very anxious about something. It was early January. It was on a Thursday afternoon about 4 o'clock. It was about time to go home. And I had just started full-time back at Trinity, and Pastor Gerber shot me a text. And it said... Are you ready to preach this weekend? And I shot back, 
You're kidding, right? He said, I just tested positive for COVID. So he had already called the district office to get special permission for me to preach. And it was like, okay, I've been waiting, but I was anxious. I was really anxious. So the butterflies were there. It's not unlike that first day of school for our students and for our teachers. So in our reading today, the Lord is anticipating the anxiousness of Joshua. He's anticipating the anxiousness of his people, the Israelites. But he also is anticipating that anxiety. You see, most of the Israelites, they had only known one thing. Except for two of them. This is a whole new generation. Only Joshua and Caleb had come out of Egypt. And were going to be blessed to be able to enter into this promised land. You see, everyone else had been unfaithful. It didn't take very long. Remember the golden calf? They couldn't even wait 40 days for Moses to come back down from the mountain. And numerous other times. And when Moses sent 12 spies into the land of Canaan to check things out, to scout things out, they came back. And you know what 10 of them said? We can't do this. This is craziness. They're monsters. They're huge. They're giants. But two, Joshua and Caleb said, with the Lord at our side, with the Lord with us, blessing us, anything's possible. So they were able to enter the promised land. But that doesn't mean they still weren't anxious because you see, they had this simple life. They were instructed, they were protected, and they were fed. Take a look at that one more time. For 40 years, they were instructed through God's word, delivered through Moses. They were protected, and they were fed. What were they fed? Manna and quail. Well, that looks a little bit like school to me, doesn't it to you? Instructed, protected, and fed. But that way of living was about to change very dramatically for the Israelites. After all, in three days, they were going to cross over into the promised land, but it was also enemy territory. These inhabitants didn't want them coming into their land. What were they going to eat? How were they going to be protected? Were they even going to have any shelter? So the Lord gets out in front and he has this little talk with Joshua. So that he can give them the message. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. But the last part is the most important part. The why. God is with you wherever you go. There it is again, the school theme. The why part of the verse. You see, God is showing them how faithful he is by being with them every step of the way. Once they cross over the Jordan, it doesn't take them very long 
for the Lord to drive out all of the idol-worshipping nations, the non-Yahweh-worshipping, Jehovah-worshipping peoples that had taken over when the Israelites basically moved over 400 years ago because of a famine and a drought, Israel took the whole clan down to Egypt. And that's where they remained for over 400 years. But now it's time to reclaim the promised land. See, he drove out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the, Ger the Gergesites, the Perizzites, maybe even the Huskerites. All gone. Because God was with them wherever they went. You see, God is a promise keeper. He promised them this promised land, and he delivered. But you see, God has even a better promise for you and me. He has a promise of a different promised land, an eternal promised land, where our eternal home will be someday. All we have to do is believe. So God himself came to be with us. Let's read Matthew 1. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But he considered these things. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Do you hear it? Do you see it? Emmanuel God with us. The Son of God became flesh and he dwelt among us. God the Father sent his Son to dwell among us for one reason and one reason only. To suffer and to die, but more importantly, to rise again. To defeat sin, death, and the devil forever. So that that, that, that eternal promise, that inheritance that he talks to to Joshua about, well, that's reality. That promise comes true just by believing in him. The Apostle Paul in chapter 8 of Romans explains it. He says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword... As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, 
nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's the good news. Did you hear the good news? Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ Jesus and his presence and his love. You see, he doesn't promise, and promise it's going to be easy. As we sang in our first song, the mountain highs and the valley lows. He's going to be with us wherever we go and everywhere in between because God is with us wherever we go. But I have even better news for you. God is not only with us, he is in us. God is in us. We just witnessed the miracle of God being in Jacoby. Through her baptism, through your baptism, through my baptism, we have the power to believe you see, our God is so faithful, he is so amazing that he comes to us in the form of a little baby boy, humbled, born in a manger, to grow, to suffer, to die, to rise again, to defeat sin, death, and devil for all time. And then he sent his Holy Spirit to us through the waters and the words of holy baptism so that we too can believe. So yes... We will have anxieties. Anxieties of new things like crossing a river to the promised land or preaching our first sermon or that very first day of school. But we have a God who is with us every step of the way. Our God is real. He renews us every single day through our baptisms, through our faith in him, we have an amazing God. We have an amazing God that's so amazing that, that he sent his one and only son to die for us. That all we have to do is believe in him. A God who loves us so much that he sent his one and only son to die, to suffer, and all we have to do is believe in him to be saved. We praise God this morning for always being with us. Amen. We continue with our confession and our absolution.